Life's complicated and overwhelming enough, especially for those of us in mission-driven work. Let's make your journey to health as simple and sustainable as possible. I'm Lisa Baker, and I want to welcome you to the Simply Health Coaching Podcast, where it's the food and it's more than the food. On this podcast, we'll talk about the food you put in your mouth and everything else that nourishes you or doesn't, with special attention paid to the problems and opportunities facing women over 40 burning out in mission-driven work. My vision is a world in which we can all be well while doing good, and my mission is to give you the simple resources and practices and some helpful connections to get there. Let's get started. Hey, before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I'll be taking the summer months off from virtual office hours and virtual workshops. Enjoy your summer. I plan to enjoy mine. And if you can't live without me, you can take 10% off everything in my online store. Go to simplyhealthcoaching.com slash store or follow the link in the show notes. And don't forget to use coupon code JUN23 at checkout. I can hear your questions now. What do you mean, clean up my productivity? Isn't cleaning everything else up going to improve my productivity? As I mentioned a few weeks ago, I've been diving into Pooja Lakshman's book, Real Self-Care, a transformative program for redefining wellness, crystals, cleanses, and bubble baths not included. And In case you're wondering, no, I still haven't resolved the whole self-care versus self-care with a hyphen question, so there's still time to weigh in if you want to drop me a note. Anyway, Lakshman writes that we generally fall into what she calls faux or fake self-care for one of three reasons, escape, achievement, and productivity. And for each reason, she gives a brief description and asks some questions about our actions and our thought patterns to see whether we lean toward one or more of them. And wow, did the ones under productivity resonate with me? (laughs) As a client of mine is wont to comment when I oh so gently press her for action. Well, you're a doer. Yes, I am a doer, and I'm also an organizer and a simplifier, and I often think that if I weren't a health coach, I'd be a really kick-ass professional organizer or virtual assistant. Unlike Lakshman's examples, though, I am not prone to serially trying out productivity apps, time management tools, and hacks in an effort to increase my productivity. In fact, I really appreciate Lakshman's view that all of these apps and tools and hacks are methods, what she terms faux self-care, rather than principles, what she calls real self-care. And if that's confusing, keep listening because I'm gonna dig into a concrete example. With my background in culinary arts and my mission to get people back in the kitchen cooking from scratch, I get a lot of questions about meal kits. Are they a good thing? That depends. Which one is the best? That depends. Does this count as home cooking from scratch? Yes and no. My version of the pros of meal kits, 
meal kit companies have gotten much more attuned to the need to keep their packaging to a minimum and make it as sustainable as possible. That is important, I think, to a lot of people who use them. Meal kits now exist for every flavor of cook, from beginner to pro, keto to low-fat, carnivorous to plant-based, soul food-based to conventionally food-based. Meal kits have gotten a lot of people back into the kitchen, more or less cooking from scratch, and some of these meal kits really focus on whole, close-to-the-source ingredients. And the cons of meal kits. And here I want to just be completely transparent. I have not experimented with meal kits. These observations are based on what I've heard from those who have, including some of my clients. I'm betting that meal kits still generate much more packaging waste than if we were to buy the ingredients at the grocery store or farm stand. And the fossil fuels involved in their delivery don't have the advantage of an economy of scale. Despite the ability to order in various quantities, the portions in meal kits seem to range from nowhere near enough food for a family of four, especially if there are teenage boys involved, to way too much food for two. They're also financially out of reach for many people who could benefit from such a, what should we call it, <laughs> productivity tool. Lakshman has really helped me articulate what it is I really don't like about meal kits. First, they are a product of a system that keeps us looking outside ourselves for solutions. And therefore, they're never going to fit us quite right. Meal kits also keep us in what I call the silver bullet mindset, which is there is one perfect tool out there that will make my life perfect, i.e. most productive. I just have to keep on looking and keep on buying until I find it. By looking outside ourselves for the one answer, we are turning our agency over to others. Someone else is deciding what you will be making for dinner and how you will make it. And if you think you've got a lot of choices with your meal kit service, you're kidding yourself. Let's be totally honest. Usually you're turning your agency over to others who are more interested in financial gain than in your health and wellness. If you don't learn to meal plan and cook from scratch while using a meal kit service, you will eternally be hooked into buying again and again and again. So yes, Lakshman's sort of burn down the capitalist system approach really warms my heart. It's kind of like anti-capitalist self-care. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Sonia Renee Taylor's book, um, uh, The Body is Not an Apology, where she talks about the, the beauty industrial uh, system. And uh, it just really reminds me a lot uh, of this idea that any sort of help that we have for our lives, whatever we think of that help as being, uh, needs to cost a lot of money and we need to buy, buy, buy. So it's like anti-capitalist self-care. I mean, how revolutionary is that to think that real self-care and true wellness are in a sense free and therefore accessible to every body. 
it will cost you some time and energy to discover your deepest values, these principles that Lakshman talks about. And yes, I can help you find more time and energy if you swear that you don't have it. And if you listen to last week's episode, get off social media, you'll be surprised how much time you really do have. You don't need a meal kit to meal plan. What you need is a deep commitment to the value that you want to cook from scratch more often. Now, I'm not saying you have to have this value. Of course, I would love it if you do. And it's really just an example to illustrate Lakshman's point. You might need YouTube uh, to look up some basic cooking skills and read up on how to meal plan. Then be sure to tweak the plan so it works for you. Yes, you're going outside for your information and you're adjusting it to be right for you right now. And you'll need the tenacity to take tiny steps and make slow, steady progress toward that value of cooking from scratch more often. Groceries, divert some of that meal kit money to the grocery or farm stand. You've already got YouTube or you can access it for free at a public library. Meal planning strategies, also widely available on the internet and in the library. Tenacity, also free. So join the resistance. Stop buying methods of getting healthy and invest your time and energy in your principles, in your values. The methods we use to get healthy are mostly not problematic. There is nothing inherently wrong with a meal kit. As long as these methods move us toward aligning more firmly with our principles. And there are plenty of methods that you don't have to pay for. So whether we're talking about meal planning or physical activity or better sleep, real self-care, what I call soul care, is free. So want to join the resistance, the anti-capitalist self-care movement? <laughs> Sign up for a complimentary Your Story session and let's talk about your values around wellness. And we'll spend a little bit of time brainstorming the first few steps of your health journey. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Please note that any suggestions provided on this show are not meant to replace medical advice and the opinions of guests on this show are their own. Simply Health Coaching and Elizabeth A. Baker LLC neither endorse nor take responsibility for statements made by guests. Let me know your thoughts about the episode and share your biggest takeaways and aha moments. And let me know who else you wanna hear from on the topic of being well while doing good. You can send a voice message directly through Anchor, as well as some of the other listening platforms. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast in your listening app so you never miss an episode. Love the podcast? You can support it with a donation directly from the podcast homepage in most listening apps. If you'd like to know more about my work, visit my website at simplyhealthcoaching.com. As always, the link is in the show notes.